All right, so we're going to talk tonight about this movie, Malignant, and actually I had to send a message to the, the movie itself or the filmmaker, so to speak. You know, it went something like this. Uh, Dear Malignant, thanks for triggering me. You know, I have to absorb my evil twin every year. <laughs> Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. Dave was telling me that he thought that Clint Eastwood only does one take of anything. I like to do four. <laughs> Technically, folks, that was a take two of a joke that I wrote about tonight's movie. And before the pod, there was a little bit of conversation about how Dave went back and watched at least a half hour, a take two, so to speak, of watching the movie uh, Malignant, which is a horror movie by right. James Wan. We're going to rip it r- wide open. And uh, I'm like almost replaying <laughs> our pre-podcast conversation now. Nick, I think you mentioned something about... Are we going to spoil the whole movie for everyone? Absolutely. By the end of this podcast, we'll have covered, hopefully, at least 90% of the movie. So, I mean, turn us off now, folks, if you want. Otherwise, enjoy the ride, because we're just going for it. Go watch some (laughs) HBO Max (laughs) right now. Two weeks to watch it at this point. Or three weeks, yeah. Yeah, Maybe, maybe like, play us in the background, and then you can watch it. It'll be like a pseudo-commentary for you. Yeah. Or or watch it. Yeah, I was just going to say, watch it a second time with us. I mean, it only covered the first 30 minutes, but... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's, so let's see, jumping over to some home video headlines. We already told you what's on tonight's show. We're talking about Malignant. You got Dangerous Dave. You got Nikki Lates. Yep. You got myself, Johnny Spoiler. We're here for Binge Watchers Podcast. Trucking along. What's new for home video headlines? Uh, we heard they're doing a She-Ra live action TV show, which, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Red Sonia. I think like probably within 12 months, we'll have seen Red Sonia. Like we're pushing to have some more fantasy movies on this show next year. We'll see how that goes. Like I know Dave... Dave's second favorite thing next to anime is Dave told me he's a huge this, fantasy movie really? lover. So so we want to make sure that Dave gets in all his sword, sorcery, and sandal fighting movies that we can cram into the, the podcast. Yeah, Those I don't yeah. mind, though. <laughs> there's, some, there, there's some beautiful ladies in them. But, by oh, the way, wasn't Robert match. Rodriguez going to direct Red Sonia in a remake? But then oh, yeah. Yeah, at one point, Rodriguez was attached to some kind of Red Sonia project. With, and with, uh, with uh, Rose McGowan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So a live-action She-Ra, and She-Ra is kind of like Red Sonia in the fact that just a badass female warrior. I mean, I, you might compare it to like Wonder Woman with the Amazon stuff. Maybe, but um, or Sheena or was it Sheena the Jungle Queen or something like that? Oh uh, yeah, something like that. So so Shira's technically He Man's sister, but they've kind of changed the mythology because they made a couple new Shira cartoons and like it's different. But in the original cartoon, she was like his twin sister. Oh, tie into the Night Show. It's all about twins. <laughs> like, yeah, so, yeah. But she was booted out of Eternia, which is a planet He Man's on, and she gets sent to this other planet called Etheria and works for the Horde, which is like the evil people in the cartoon. They're like these aliens. Um, I actually Hordak of the Horde is like a cooler looking villain than Skeletor. I'm going in total fandom, like side. I, I, I don't even there. know who Hordak is. I yeah, so, so, I'll be Google so, him. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I, it would be cool. My opinion is, yeah, I'm all for like a live action She-Ra. Um, could be, could be fun. That, I think Amazon's going to do that. Uh, more news about the triplets movie, which is supposed to be the sequel to twins, you know, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. But, 
originally it was slated that Eddie Murphy was going to be the triplet. Now they're saying it's moved to Tracy Morgan. And, you know, I, <laughs> I can see Dave's contention. <laughs> Let's go okay. to- I mean, movie, there's, there's yeah. all kinds of problems with this movie, but the biggest problem I have of all is not the fact that there's a, you know, a mixture of uh, races and heights of people that were made into three, but now ages because Tracy Morgan's like 20 years or, at least you know 15 20 years younger than the two of them that's like, true yeah like that just makes no sense are they gonna to have to do like prosthetic makeup on him to make him look older or are they gonna yeah and also this movie should have been made 10 or 15 years ago right it was supposed to it's been in like development I'm just saying, like, or whatever for years sh- it just it should have been made a long time ago at this point yeah i don't i don't know if anyone's <laughs> really craving the twin sequel i guess i don't know we'll see Oh, bummer. Maybe it's a missed opportunity. Who knows? Yeah. Um, this one's kind of cool. Do you guys remember the Twisted Metal video game with the clown that drove around in the ice cream truck yeah. and you could play these yes, other cars? Yes, I do. Yeah. Well, Sweet Tooth is supposedly going to show up in a TV show now for Twisted Metal, and they have Anthony Mackie, who was the uh, most recent Captain America in the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the Falcon, and then they, you know, they went Falcon Captain America on him. But I don't know if he's going to play the clown. I don't. I don't know if I see him playing the clown or if he's just supposed to be like the protagonist. But yeah, I'm assuming anyway. he'd be protagonist. But yeah, Twisted Metal it would be like a horror show. I imagine. I mean, I, it was back when like all the games were about like cars like tearing things apart. Like there was Carmageddon. Do you remember that game? It was like oh, all yeah. the games oh, yeah. were like about just like running shit over Grand Theft Auto, crazy, you know, crazy taxi, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I could see a grindhousey show out of that. They they did a show like that a few years ago called Blood Drive, where it was about a bunch of people driving cross country, uh, mm. killing. It was almost like oh, Death Race. Was no, a it was a TV. It was like a one oh. season TV show on Sci Fi. It's actually pretty good. Um, huh. It was a it was a very grindhouse inspired <laughs> show. Like it was kind of grungy. It was meant to look like it was made in the seventies. So. There's a uh, also a new Lost Boys coming, but it's going to have the kids from, well, one of the kids from the new It, and then the boy who played the brother in A Quiet Place, and so it's like a total reboot remake. I don't know. Uh, they're just ringing that franchise. They're just ringing it like a an yeah. orange or something. Get, get all the juice they can out of it. Don't do I, it. It's I think it could done. work as a legacy movie, meaning like it's not a per se a reboot and it's not a straight sequel, but like takes place in that world, like. Maybe make oh you know there's these kids back in the eighties I don't know you know I don't know like, <laughs> like where you acknowledge it's in the world but it's not like referencing it okay like um God they just did know. that with a show or a movie recently and now they and also by the way, like by the way wasn't that? a year ago Warner Brothers or uh, the WB gonna make the Lost Boys show mm. wasn't this another oh. one that, like, like Robert Rodriguez like I remember hearing about this a long time ago too like they were gonna do the Lost Boys series. So yeah, now they were going to like a, announce and that it. That probably fell through. And now they're going for the movie, I guess. Okay. Um, Paranormal is trying to figure out what to do with their activity. They got Paranormal Activity <laughs> next to Kin coming out in time, actually, for this Halloween. So mm. it's coming well, out like the 29th of October. Um, I guess I'm finally. Plus. Well, I guess that's what's going to push me to get Paramount Plus because I've seen every other Paranormal Activity movie. So I guess I'll see this one. Whoa. Even the too. one where the other dimension was inside the bedroom wall. Yeah, was that like, the most recent one? I I think so. Um, oh, wow. They all kind of run in my. I mean, my wife loves 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 ghost movies. So if it has paranormal oh. ghost or haunted, we're watching it. So <laughs> I've seen every one. I, uh, I like part one and two. I thought were great. See, number three is the only one that I've actually seen more than once because it's like a legit, like straight up good movie. You don't have to mm. watch it with all the others. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. 
Oh, and then, um, I mean, obviously, like we were actually rec- were we recording our last episode or right about the same time? Uh, well, Norm Macdonald died, which is. And I think it was a day or two after, yeah. Yeah, That's terrible. So, I think it was I like mean, Tuesday, I think, or something. I mean, obviously, like comedy that, yeah. legend, you know, Amazing. icon of the comedy world. Uh, just about every working comedian came out and said, you know, how much they loved him and and how much they're going to miss him and what what contributions he made to the world of like TV and movies and just comedy, stand up comedy, anyway. Um, and he had a podcast for a little while, then they turned it into a Netflix show. It was pretty good. Interview, interview stuff with other comedians and actors and everything like that. Um, he, he was so I mean, talented. Yeah. He played Death. I mean, not to be morbid, but he played Death on Family Guy, and that was like one of the best old school Grim Reaper characters that like there ever was. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever heard his voice on that. I never saw he did, that. No. He did a great job. It was really funny. And then um, he played an alien called Yafit. I think Yafit's a, a might be a Yiddish name. Might actually be a real name, but I'm not exactly sure. But it was like a Jello alien. He was like a blobby alien on the. Orville show, which is like a Star Trek parody. That's right. So yes. That was like one of the most recent things he did, and it was actually pretty uh pretty funny. Like he wanted to hook up with the the human doctor or whatever, so he was always flirting with her, but he, he works in like the engine room. He's just like a blob. He's got all these little tentacle yeah. things. Uh but it was funny anyway. So yeah, we're I mean shoot. I mean that whole generation is like, you know, I mean, time's catching up to everybody. Uh yeah. but, but I mean the only, the only other big comedian death that I can think of was like well, obviously, Robin Williams was like five yeah. or six years ago or something. Yeah, so, so that was pretty yeah. huge. Yeah, it's, it's not quite on the. I mean, uh, like my feelings are not like the same level, but I mean, it's normal. It still hurts. You know? yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. he was. I mean, he was such a subtle. I mean, I don't know if "subtle" is the right word, but like he he just did his own thing. Like his humor was totally his own. Like I I can't point to anybody else like him. He just had a very Norm Macdonald style, which I know it's kind of a shitty, stupid way of uh, explaining it, but you know. Well, I mean, he uh, told an O.J. Simpson joke on Saturday Night Live and got booted from the show. That's like right. one of his uh, uh, infamous he got, he stories or whatever. For it or he got booted? Yeah, from the yeah, show yeah. Oh, he did. Uh, one of the producers gotta... at the time is like friends with O.J. Simpson or something. So, yeah. You know. Oh, well, that, that 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 aged well, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, I mean, well, because of his because of his passing, yeah. like they they're playing that joke all over the internet right now. Oh, so. I need to. I'm gonna look that yeah. up later. That's yeah. hilarious. Um. And then getting into tonight's feature, we're we're going to talk about *Malignant*, which is a recent horror movie from James Wan. Um, I think it was a double drop, wasn't it? Theaters and HBO Max at the same yeah. time. As, yeah, yeah, it did like fifty um, million the first weekend. I mean, I it has a you, style. Of... In... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, that's right. Nobody's watching what it in theaters. Uh, I mean, yeah, I was going to say every anybody who's watching it seems to be watching it at home, like because it is not making money. Why but... wouldn't you? How is that not preferable? Like, I know, like. Dave has a soft spot for movie theaters. I really don't care. I, I, like, I just want to see the movie. However I can get the movie is how I'm going to get it. And if I can, like, I mean, think about your day. Like, if you don't actually have to travel anywhere, I mean, why right. Why is the preference to sit in a building? I mean, and for me, it's a I have shared to, like, ex- find a babysitter. I have to do X, uh, Y, and Z. Well, so it is really uh, nice to be like, hey, I can actually watch this at home, you know? Yeah. Um, but Dave's such a movie fan, he'll go to the movie theater alone, I think. But I mean, for me, the like, the movie theater's like, you gotta have <laughs> a group, you gotta go with some buds, you know? <laughs> have you seen him there? <laughs> I've seen him there. I was there, and I'm like, oh, there's Dave. Yeah. And I, I, I <laughs> the only guys there. in the back row, hey. <laughs> like, like, hey I don't, he didn't know. Uh, I, I, yeah. I go alone all the time. I don't give a fuck, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It has to be like a really good movie. Although, although I will, I have to admit, there's some guilty pleasure movies that I've dragged myself to the theater for, but. A different episode. I, I want to tell people about the plot of this thing. All right. So, so 
Um, it has the style and tone of like a direct to video horror movie from like the late eighties, early nineties. Um, but basically I feel like the movie has an opinion, like right from the get go that either you're going to take the ride with the movie or you might as well just stay in the line and, and never get on because you're not going to go along with it. It's like, mm-hmm. there's a girl named Madison whose real name is, I think is, uh, Emily may we find that out later in the movie. And she has a twin growing out of her backside who has psychic powers. And basically, it seems like he gets these psychic powers through, like, trauma. Like, being stuck on her body, he goes crazy, and then he develops all these weird powers. But you learn this within the first five minutes of the movie, and you're like, what am I What am I watching? I almost, I almost said the thing there. <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, what are you watching? And it starts out with, like, playing, like, a staticky, old-school video, VHS, distorted mm-hmm. video. And the doctor's like, hey, we tried this. It didn't work. He's out of control. And then you see people just getting... <laughs> annihilated in a hospital and that's that's where i was thinking like the store stuart gordon from beyond type shit mm. you know what oh, i mean yeah. like and and and, and we had to go like super tight-lipped because nick was like a maybe a week later that dave and i had seen it like within days of it coming it, it, out it, it, or like it was like, last week yeah. yeah yeah and my my theory was that i mean i don't know i mean He's he's playing it close to the chest. Nick hasn't said anything so far tonight about what, what who which side of the fence he's on because I know like on the, the reason we're covering this is because the entire internet quiet. is like divided down the middle. Like right. these real diehard horror fans are either on one side, they either really love the movie or they hate it and they wish it didn't exist. And there's no there's no like there's no peacemaking. Like um, right. if the show gets out of control, Nick usually jumps in and says, "Hey guys, we're just here doing a podcast. Let's not murder each other." Every, everyone, but everyone, be cool. This, yeah. <laughs> this thing, like you talk about, like Democrats and Republicans dividing the nation, or you know, um, Christianity and Satanism. This is like just you, just you liking a movie called, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. either you love, love or hate, hate this horror movie, and that's mm-hmm. all that everybody's talking about. Forget these other things: economy, broken, what? No, you know, right. yeah. <laughs> like democracy out the window. Who cares? This movie <laughs> is what should be on everybody's mind. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I, well, I guess because we're going to go into favorite bits, but before we before we do, I think Dave gathered at least a couple playful facts about about the yeah. movie that we can share with the audience. So let's see. I mean, this is a new movie, so I kind of had to scrounge for this. No DVD to spill the beans yet. Um, but so this. Well, uh, okay. Well, I'll interrupt you right off the jump and just say like, but except you know the history of the filmmaker, and you could have mentioned the, his other movies that he made. That have been a fact. You know I what did, I mean? Like, I, found, I found stuff. I found stuff. I'm just saying. Uh, I did. You know, do a little more digging than usual. Yeah. Um, Dave sounds. Just, Dave makes it sound like it's not like a fun activity. He's like, oh, I had to pull. I had, I had to go. To go like do, out of the shed and literally go dig in the yard for some things about this movie. <laughs> well, see, I think you're seeing that the wrong way. When I say it that way, it's more of a frustration of I do like doing this, but sometimes I have to be do more detective work to find facts for some of these movies if it's like not mm. well documented. Mm. So, eh, anyways, <laughs> except there's like thousands of tweets about this movie, right? <laughs> no, well, this, this one, well, a tweet can be an opinion, not necessarily a fact. Yeah. All right. Um, well, anyways, uh, John, uh, James Wan collaborated on the story with his wife, Ingrid Bisu, who was also uh, had a small role in the movie. Uh, but the screenplay was actually written by Akila Cooper. Um, uh, Wan did do an uh, interview where he refers to this movie as a genre blender, mixing in elements of science fiction and horror, particularly from the 80s. Um, and Wan states that the visual look of the movie was heavily inspired by uh, Giallo movies, particularly from Argento and Mario Bava. Um, and of course, Juan chose to uh, 
do this instead of another conjuring movie because he wanted to get back to his roots and do something. He doesn't want to repeat himself over and over again. Um, although the third conjuring could have used him. <laughs> um, I, I know. Yeah. yeah, you're, you're fine. You're fine with it right, right, yeah. right now. <laughs> um, unfortunately, as a result of the pandemic, this was given a smaller release and, you know, HBO max and theaters at the same time. And it's going to end up being one of Juan's lowest making movies um, behind death sentence, uh, only making 24 million so far worldwide against a budget of 40 million, which is actually kind of nuts for a horror movie. When you really think about it, that's a big budget. Actually. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you that's tried really to steal good. my thunder by including a spoiler alert on your sheet, David. Well, I'll give it to you. <laughs> and then, and then, well, John, do you see his sheet or what do you? Yeah. 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 I do have a copy oh, of his sheet. Well, supposedly uh, David discovered that there's some kind of medical fact that says, if you're a twin, um, there there's just no way for the identical twins to be male and female. The conjoined twins have to be uh, male or female. But I'm not oh. sure where David. Where did you find these facts? Because well, that, <laughs> because I don't know. Well, that one was on IMDb. So the medical sciences. So the medical science is supported by the Internet Movie Database. So like, <laughs> I'll tell you what, I feel kind of stupid putting that on there now because again, uh, watching. Um, I've seen this movie like two and a third times now, and watching the last thirty minutes again, I realize like what what's the point of trying to bring logic to this movie? That's besides mm, the point. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you're, you're either along for the ride or you're not. Like logic is yeah. that's the last thing on this movie's mind, and you have to be ready for that. Are you ready for favorite bits? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Nikki Lates, you're up. Let's talk about your favorite I, bit. From I, the I think it's movie. probably going to be all your guys. It's the police scene. Uh, the police like headquarters Ooh. scene. Yeah. I mean, gosh darn. Like James Please, Wong please make a distinction, in- though. Do you mean in the jail cell or in the cop, uh, in the open uh, cop area? In the open cop area, and it's James Wan. Open amazing. cop area. You guys are really disrupting. <laughs> open it's cop the area. Station. Uh, the police station. The police station. Well, I was I mean, wondering well, what it's all of Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's two sequences. Even though it's one, it's, like, two sequences. Yeah. I, in the I, jail I mean, cell and, okay, I guess the the lady prisoners. I'm going to say the, the open cop area. It just, the chaos. <laughs> oh, okay. Of, all right. All right. Look, that's the main, that's the office lobby, okay? Okay, yeah. The all right. And, and there's also a holding cell somewhere in the building. Yeah. Where you know oh we should actually name the other guy the the twins name is actually gabriel, gabriel and he's already a hashtag they were actually tweeting they photoshopped they? him into okay. yeah they love him so much he's been photoshopped into like fashion week at the met gala and like, <laughs> like he's just everywhere what right i haven't seen yeah. that at all there's already so, mocked like halloween uh, sexy <laughs> gabriel <laughs> um well i, I, I mean so I do you was... like this movie nick because i thought this would be something you're really into is that right and, I, and i've right? kept it really quiet yeah, yes. yeah, super quiet. I was all on board. I just wanted to, I was just playing poker face, guys. Poker face. <laughs> poker face. Yes, I loved it. I love I think James Wan is becoming like the modern day Wes Craven or mm. like John Carpenter. I think everything he's bringing new life into horror. He did it in Saw, he did it in the Conjuring series, and I think he did it here. And visually, this movie is amazing. Gosh, like this guy. I mean, I just think he's an incredible director and I'm in love with this movie and I love him. So I can't wait. And then and then he'll go on and do Aquaman 2 after this. It's like the right. guy has range. Like other directors in the horror genre haven't. Maybe John Carpenter did, but not like someone like Wes Craven. Like they didn't, they weren't able to jump around like this guy has. This is going to, this guy's going to go down in horror history, I believe. I love well, this movie. 
he's Juan's also, I mean, think about it. Um, even Wes Craven and some of these other guys, like he, he launched three horror series, like, um, you know, mm-hmm. saw the saw series without him kind of took a dip, but he still launched it. He still launched um, it. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, Craven can't even claim that Carpenter didn't really start for any franchises. Oh, well, it's nightmare dream and then swamp thing. No kidding. But yeah. Oh, well, I guess scream. <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> I guess I'll go to my favorite bit. I've got quite a few favorite bits, so I'll try to be brief and just go over. Um, the, the there's that shot that's like uh, the, from Taxi Driver Driver on Crack, where it's just like following her through down the yes. hallway above. Like, hmm. I mean, uh, the the techniques that went into that. That, that um, was my I'll, that was my second dip, dude. <laughs> I was um, like, that was the, on my list. The the in the holding cell, like that is just nuts. I yes. mean, uh, the last third of this movie is what everybody reacts to. Um, there's also a line. Uh, it, it the mother says. Uh, it rhymes with rock knocker, I'll just say, and it's a character from a Kevin Smith movie. But like, I can't, I, my jaw kind of dropped. I had captions on. I'm like, did she say what I thought she said? I rewound it and the captions came on. I'm like, oh, she really did. Like, it's just <laughs> out of place in this type of movie, which goes to show like how much he tried to fit into this movie. Like, um, I don't know, man. I, 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 I did not, I, I did not like that. I'm going to be honest. I was like on the fence of whether I liked this movie the first time. I don't know if I was in the right state of mind. I, I didn't read anything yeah. on the internet yet. I avoided it. And then I saw the stuff and I had to rewatch it, especially when we said we're going to do it for the show. And mm-hmm. I, I went from kind of liking it to loving it on a second viewing. Like it rewards more than one watch. Um, I love, I loved it the first time. Is it better the second time? Yeah. Especially when you know it. Okay. Well, yeah. Cause you yeah, know, they're, they're you like know more the story clues. now. Yeah, yeah, it's that's like literally like it's like you know the secret. Yeah. yeah, like in the first like thirty five minutes, it's like littered with clues. And then I, I noticed a cameo the second time around. I didn't notice the first time. Mm. The actress who plays in Warlock Two as the girl with the powers is the hypnotist psychiatrist that uh, wakes up the twin while she's being evaluated right before the biological mother drops from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. The little investigation, like when the detectives okay. are having her being interviewed by the specialist. It's the yeah. chick from Warlock too. Obviously, she's older. I mean, she was like a in her twenties. I'll have to Google. Well, she's yeah. also in Hellraiser three. She played the punk. Okay. Like it's oh, yeah. by the statue, right. or whatever. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, um, well, just to add one more thing, um, I will say, like, I was kind of criticizing some of the acting. I mean, there is still some weak acting in this movie. I'm not going to excuse everything, but I didn't realize I didn't pick up on the camp the first time. Like there's a oh, so yeah, it's melodrama. It's so, yeah. yeah For some reason I just I took it at face value, not catching catching that. Um again, like I think that's a problem. I think people are either not prepared or they're they don't know what he's I, referencing. I, I feel like I, he, I mean he did that purposely though. I feel I, 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 I appreciate I didn't that, that like, up the first time, did, you know? Oh yeah. Like I even like the fact that the bones move out of place because he's still on her backside and like right. he, the back of her skull literally opens up at one point so you can see his face and then he bends her limbs, right, for him to be able to walk around and crawl and everywhere he has to go. It's I mean, not like he. I mean, he's. I mean, well, he's fighting for control of her body the whole movie, right? So, yeah. Um, but it's pretty twisted. Literally twisted. This everything you see, everything that happens. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, the other thing I'd mention is like. There's a doctor's assistant who almost plays. He's like a character actor that's always annoying. He's either always a devious character or always annoying. I forgot to write his name down, but mm-hmm. he's like the the BDI guy. And then like he's the one that dies in bed. Like he gets stabbed to death in the bed. And uh, I was like, wow, that's like a really just. It's not. There's nothing unique about it except for the 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 way it was executed. And as Dave was saying, like they, it's like a giallo film. It's like uh, 
uh, Argento movie or something or a Bava film. Like very Suspiria, very colorful. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This um, movie was very colorful too. So I mean, I, uh, I, I, visually it was incredible. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not gonna hold back. I'm gonna say like. Uh, oh, spoiler! spoiler. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say I would tell people just go ahead and watch it. I mean, like, yeah, I agree. you know, before the internet ruins every single frame that happens in 90 minutes. But so far, I've told you there's a biological mother who falls from a ceiling. Uh, we've already mentioned that the twin springs from her body that he massacres everybody in the police station. What else have we? We should do like a spoiler chart, like how many things we can cram into a half hour. Well, there's an well, office. Like, there's an uh, open space in a police station that's really cool. <laughs> well, you know, I I'm ask glad you guys, guys aren't the scriptwriters. Open space <laughs> police station. I'm just, just going to reference that all the time in this episode. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> this isn't enough, but I just real quick, round robin. Like, what what movies did you pick up on? Because like, I feel like there's so many Easter eggs or so many like little new like nods I, to other movies in this. I think dark half. Okay, yeah, I, I'll take your word on that. I mean, uh, basket case. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh my know. gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, well, I mean, the part that's the most Argento-like is when he. There's like another. So they're they're suggesting that there's like a half a city under Seattle, like an old Seattle under Seattle or something. Mm-hmm. And it's when the police detective, the male detective, is chasing um, Gabriel through the undercity. And they go into this weird place that has like old carriages and like just old random things from all the shops. Mm. That's very like Italian horror that fit in right. to that world. Other than that, like the video stuff I picked up on, but I can't exactly name movies. It's more just like a feeling, like right. a feeling that sure. that movies had at a certain time. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean. But like it, without him coming out and saying I reference these five movies, they're put together in such a way that like clearly. He's a good. We know he's a good filmmaker of horror stuff, with the Conjuring and everything. But it's just like he. It's like everything. A little bit of the. It's like everything in the kitchen. It's like. Uh, yeah, he's picked up the, so many things watching movies over the years that you, he sprinkled it out throughout this thing. And you're going like, I, I can't see where it is, but I know it's there. I, I, I and so, it. why do you think horror fans don't like it, Dave? Well, I'll, I'll ask you both, but I guess we'll start with Dave. Yeah, I, I think it depends. Like, I wish, I wish I was taking a note of like all the, uh, of the age of the people who are not liking it. I'm thinking people are not used to, or you know, like I, I go all the time online and I see people like, oh, I don't want to watch anything that's pre 2000s, and I, my mind goes like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, I, I don't have that mindset of I can only watch only new things. Um, but I think you have to have a good history of horror, especially like the video straight to video stuff or the low budget stuff of the eighties and seventies and nineties, um, you know, to, to catch all this, I think mm. somebody only grew up on things from 2000 on, I don't think they're going to understand what he's going for and easily dismiss it. Cause it starts off like, you know, a conjuring movie. It's, it streams like a straight up ghost movie until, you know, like maybe halfway through. And then you realize there's more mm-hmm. going on than just that. So I, I think maybe some people feel betrayed thinking it's a ghost movie. And then it turns into this wacky, you know, a parasitic twin movie, which I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I cannot think of anybody that would have thought of that before. Did you see the, the twist movie. coming? No. Not at all. Oh, you, like, actually, it tells you in the credit sequence in the beginning of the movie, it tells you everything you need to know. His name, what their condition is. It actually yeah. flashes what he looks like. It, it's all there. 
which is really but, funny. But you're not thinking about that. But I, mean, yeah, that's I was, I was, I was like Dave going, this is a ghost movie. I was thinking right. the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So what are you guys uh, binge nows on this one? Or did you just let it go? Oh, binge on? now forever. I say binge uh, yes. okay. Yeah, before it leaves HBO Max, although it'll be back a few months later. Yeah, My critique would be that um, I, I, this is a hard movie to market. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. people like 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 Dave mentioned, it's like you're going in thinking this is like kind of a ghost movie, and how do you really market this movie? And I think right. people are either going to love it or hate it based upon like, well, I thought I was getting the Conjuring. Well, the description online on Google is right. really stupid. It says Madison or whatever the girl's name is is experiencing a series of weird visions that lead to some conclusion. I'm like, if like, you am say I, that, am I getting I mean, the entity? You'd be better off just saying I mean, like, yeah, like what am I? I mean, getting? they'd be better off saying like she couldn't get rid of her evil twin and now he's back. Would have probably done better than than. Well, like, but then it's having really what I'm in for. Too, yeah. So uh, you know. It's, yeah, it's, except it's, he was threw it in your face right away. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you know what I mean? So John, mean, did you pick it up right away? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, John picked it up right away. So we're the. <laughs> no, no, I don't <laughs> like it. John like, said he picked it up right away. Did right you guys notice the socks? The socks. There's like he gave you a clue, like the. Um. I just I, I was like but Dave, again, I was not I mean, expecting this movie. And, but, but again, I love watching this the Sixth movie. Sense the first time. Did you did you catch all that the first time? Not Some at people all. sure. No. Not everybody yeah. though. And I think I fall into the camp of most everybody, which is I don't and that's why I had to watch it a second time because then you pick up on stuff. I didn't I, get that immediately. I, you know what it is? Um, I, I feel like movies are so like cookie cutter now that everything is just so simple that when right. someone switches the formula, you're like I wait. What? I didn't expect that. And I think this was one of those movies where, like, damn, I like. I think John, you were going and like analyzing it, unless you heard something before. But I was just going in. I I have no idea. Like, let's just check this out. And I was like, well, I just I I was expecting the Conjuring Part Ten or something. You know, I did not. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I love that James Wan has enough clout to make a big budget horror movie. Like, this is a big budget basket case. This is a big budget Argento. This is like all those things. This is like. Toby Hooper invasion of the bar or uh, well, he had the uh, Nick said earlier the Aquaman money or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, what do you do with it? I'm gonna do Fast and Furious 11 or Aquaman yeah. 2, and then I can make or, these little movies. And I love well, that. Yeah, you know, I mentioned earlier that he he spawned three franchises, but like one of those franchises already like busted off other franchises. Like Annabelle has its own trilogy. Oh, exactly. There's yeah. Been the Curse of Yorona. I mean, like hmm. it's the the nun or whatever that was. Yeah. Yeah. Like he he makes the money. Like um. Most of his movies are so low budget, they make a profit that they just gave him a bunch of goodwill money. Like, all right, go make a movie. Like, mm. I wonder if, like, this was truly one of those dream situations for a director where, like, you know what? You made us money. We're hands off. We're not going to send anybody down. Just make your movie. We'll look the other way. <laughs> was this like, his passion a- project? I don't I don't know. Was it, you know. I don't know if it was a passion, passion project. Okay. Uh, he said he wanted to do something different. Like that's why he didn't do the third Conjuring movie because he said Conjuring, he wanted to yeah. do something different. I mean, he's he's repeated himself a couple times. You know, he's made two Conjurings, two Insidiouses, but um, yeah, you know, he's he's known as kind of like the franchise guy now. So at least this gave him the chance to do something different. He, he's amazing, and he's gonna go down in horror history. And I love that. Good for you, James Wong. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we should go to fan service if we're ready. I mean, we've said a lot of passionate things. You people passionate. should go watch this movie for sure. Uh, where are we? Okay, we get a lot of DMs on Instagram. This direct messenger. It's not a poop. All right. Um, did we like the Snyder cut? And did we actually see? Did we finally see Benny loves you? I think Dave saw it before. And do we have any thoughts All about right. it? Well, 
Snyder cut. I don't know if they're asking thoughts about each individual movie. Uh, I'm not sure. Do did we like the Snyder cut? No, I think I've already said I don't like it, and I, I don't care that they took the time and seventeen million dollars to make another one. I really don't care that they Justice League the hell out of Justice League. I don't. I don't really <laughs> care at all. Not one bit. Yes. Um, and I haven't seen Benny Loves You because I don't. I'm not a big fan of doll horror movies. I think Dave oh, is probably fun, the guy. Yeah, yeah I, I, uh, I actually um, did a, a, I confessed it or whatever we call it uh, some I time confessed ago. It? <laughs> I confessed it. Yes, I confessed. I watched it. The office in the police headquarters. Yes, it was a yeah. staff. It was a staff take of mine a few months ago. Um, yeah, I like it. It was actually really a fun movie. Um, and Zyder, Snyder cut. I guess I fall into the camp of I liked it a lot better than the original cut and I also applaud Warner Brothers for letting him do something weird with the property so and that level mm-hmm. sure I enjoyed it I, I watched yeah. ten, 10 minutes of the Snyder cut I fell asleep and the movie the other movie they're talking about I have not even seen it so uh, that's right oh no I watched the Snyder yeah. cut like a mini series I watched it chapter by chapter yeah, I probably I, would need to wow. do it yeah I, I can't oil. <laughs> you well, are, you, I, I wasn't going to sit for four hours in a row. I mean, yeah, I, I, oh, I kind of do that. Yeah, it's like watching the movie Gettysburg from the nineties. Um, yeah. Did you guys? <laughs> do you guys have any staff picks? Did you happen to watch any other titles this week, Nick? Did you watch something else outside I did. of the show? I watched. Uh, I think it's the nineteen ninety nine version of House on Haunted Hill, and I forgot how much I love this movie. Well, you, you got to be ahead of our playlist. You're gonna watch. Yeah. Wait a oh, minute. It's not. Did wait, you? Did you like subconsciously read the Halloween list a couple of times? Oh my gosh, you, you know what happened? I think you guys, oh my God, I just realized this. I think you showed it to me five weeks ago, well, and then I just yeah. subconsciously did it. Well, well you know what? Ahead hey, of time. I, hey, I'm preparing, and you know what? I'm going to watch the next one right when we do that. Episode. Oh, boy. Wow, I, well, I'm going to save my info for that. I'll, I won't tell you. Wow. <laughs> that was subconsciously like crazy. Wow. Okay. There you go. <laughs> all right, well, I, I'm all ready to go, guys. If you want to do it tonight, I'm anyway, ready. watch it. 99 House of Hunter Hill 99 is pretty it's, good. It's good. Yeah. Um, actually, this is why I don't give lists out early. This is exactly yeah, you're probably for the better. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I watched quite a few things this week, but I'll just uh, we mentioned Norm McDonald, and it was kind of sad to talk about that. But watch the his movie Dirty Work, it's actually on HBO Max right now. Um, I, it's one of those guilty pleasures from the 90s. Uh, he never got credit as a, um, a movie star. Like He didn't get to the level of Adam December, or not Eddie Samberg, or him. Adam Sandler, or even Chris Farley. But uh, Norm MacDonald did have at least one good movie in his canon. That's Dirty Work. There's a lot. Of, it's basically a bunch of gags, people hiring them for revenge. And the movie, the word horror, is said a whole lot in that movie. <laughs> I've some... never, I've never seen that movie. I need really, to you have it? Oh, then, no. then that is my. That is you need to watch Dirty Work. It's like right. after cre- without credits, it's maybe an hour. The week 15. we do House on Haunted Hill, I'm going to watch Dirty Work. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, you'll love it. It's funny. There we go. <laughs> Boom. There we go. <laughs> Ready to go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh man. You know, I watched. Uh, they added a like three part John DeLorean documentary about the guy who did the well. It's John DeLorean. The car's named after him, right? They put oh, it in the back. Of the oh, DeLorean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the DeLorean Motor Group or the DeLorean Car Group, whatever. Like, he went to Belfast in Ireland, which during like the time when 
well, I don't know if they're still fighting. I don't know. I'm not up to date on the, but like when Northern Ireland, like the, the two sides were fighting, but they decided to build the car factory there. Like we're going to manufacture the cars while bombs are blowing up in the streets. Oh, <laughs> you know wow. what I mean? like, like, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> like, yeah. so, but anyway, um, it talks about like the, the scandal of like, he, he was borrowing money. The British government was giving him money to make the cars. And then like his family was falling apart. And then, his drug dealer friend who lived next door, they actually made a Jason Sudeikis is in a fictionalized movie about getting, about setting up John DeLorean, but it, ha- it really happened. He got that. set yeah. up like yeah. they arrested him yeah. in a hotel room with like, I don't know, like $5 million worth of cocaine or something ridiculous. Cause he was trying to raise, I don't know, $10 million or something for, to keep his company alive so they could actually sell the cars. And like the cars they were selling in LA, like the door, the doors weren't working. Like they were coming off the factory, like with parts missing. And it was, it, you know, so anyway, um, it's it's good if you like if you're into documentaries. I we don't talk about them a lot on the show because they don't really fit into the vibe. But I watch a lot of them, and this one is I more do. fascinating I, I, than some I of the other dogs. ones. So yeah, so if you you know if you're a doc fan, check it out. It's a three part little mini doc. Other than that, we were mentioning to you, Nick, the show "What We Do in the Shadows," which is based on the comedy I'm movie. So what we do in tempted the shadows, to grab at it. I'm so tempted. I'm the show tempted. has now <laughs> like surpassed been... the movie. Like really. Um, I think people are gonna like. I mean, the movie. The movie's really good, but like oh, the movie's hilarious. I mean, they've taken yeah, it to the next I, level on the show, though. But I mean, in all fairness, you have a movie that's ninety minutes and yeah. a show that gets to keep developing. I mean, if that show or if all the original characters from the movie made their own show, it'd probably be just as good um, mm-hmm. as this show. Um, but it, but again, it's also from the same creators, so they get to keep playing in that sandbox year after year. Yeah. It's pretty good, like, uh, and it's I'm a it's mockumentary. So the 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 scary stuff is still kind of scary. It's good enough. It's kind of brutal and violent. And then the funny stuff is really funny. Uh, I I think it's like the best sitcom like on TV right now. Like, there's nothing else really captivating that I think you, is really you that like funny it right better now. than uh, Always Sunny. Just saying, because that's yeah. one of my favorite yeah. shows. Really, yeah. it's like, uh, you yeah. got, is, that, is that caliber for you? Wow. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. And plus, it horror stuff. So if you can combine and like. I mean, I have other friends who say they don't want they don't want their scary stuff mixed with with funny stuff. But I love that if you can scare me and make me laugh at the same time, I'm I'm all for it. I mean, I'm I'm on board. You know, yeah. Why not? Um, that's it. I think that's it. Hey, John, what are the coming attractions? Um, we're gonna start rolling (laughs) out the horror movies that you need to watch. So, yeah, um, we're gonna cover this. Well, we came up with a pretty cool concept. Uh. I'll give Dave dangerous credit for this. I think he may have figured this out. So we're going to do remakes like horror movies and their remakes. So yeah. first up on our new lineup for October, we're going to do the cat people from 1942 and it's remake. That's like 30 years to the date or whatever. Cat people, 1982. Oh, oh look at this little bastard. <laughs> Dave has every DVD on the planet. Like He's go. holding them up in front of us to gloat. Wow. <laughs> and I haven't seen any of either of these. So I'm excited. There, the, the, yeah. Well, we'll have a discussion about it next. Yeah. Week we'll talk about really it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. So if you're if you want to watch along at home and send us comments or emails about these movies, the Cat People 1942 and the remake in the 80s, uh, Cat wow. People 19. There is another. There is a sequel, Curse of the Cat People, but we're skipping the sequel and going from the original to the remake in the 80s. That's what we'll be covering. All right. Nice. Well, guys, stuff got real. Very, did it? Real <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Man.